Welcome to the Classic Holdup Podcast, where we analyze media from the past. Each episode features a different host that brings a fresh take on a film, TV show, video game, or music album of their choice. What can we discover? Do old favorites have a shelf life? Will the classics hold up? Hello everyone, my name is John Jay. I am the host for today's episode of The Classic Holdup. I'm currently a junior at Michigan State University studying media and information. I am from northern New Jersey, right near New York City. I am a huge fan of movies and television shows, and after I graduate, I hope to work on creating films and TV shows. In today's episode of The Classic Holdup, we will be discussing the movie The Sixth Sense with Bruce Willis and Haley Joel Osment. Now, I would like to warn our listeners that we will be talking about the ending of the movie during the episode. This movie has one of the biggest spoilers in the history of movies. So, if you have not watched the film, you're welcome to stay with us, but you will hear a little bit about the ending. With that being said, this movie was released on August 6, 1999. It had a budget of about $40 million and grossed over $670 million worldwide. The movie is about a young boy from Philadelphia who is able to interact with spirits as he looks to a child psychologist for help. Mr. Willis plays Malcolm Crow, the psychologist, and Mr. Osmond plays Cole Sear, the young boy. So, a little bit off topic, some unfortunate news was released on Wednesday, March 30th, 2022. Bruce Willis announced that he has aphasia. He has been recently diagnosed and is impacting his cognitive abilities. For those of you wondering what aphasia is, it is a condition that affects your ability to communicate, and it also affects your speech as well as the way you write and understand both written and spoken language. Mr. Willis is stepping down from his acting career to focus on his health. He is such an amazing actor, especially in the movie The Sixth Sense. And I would just like to say I would love to send my thoughts and prayers to Mr. Willis and his family. I can't imagine what you guys must be going through, and I wish them the best. So, now moving on to the content, the movie The Sixth Sense. Our guest here today is Varun Valuri. He is actually the one that introduced me to The Sixth Sense. And I have no idea why it took me so long into my life to watch this movie, but I finally watched it this past year with Varun. The movie came out in 1999 and is now 2022, so you do the math, it's been a while. But the movie was super engaging from the beginning, and once I started watching it, I could not stop. And while watching this movie, you must play very close attention to even the smallest details because they will be important at the end. But when I found out what happens at the end of the movie, I was completely shocked. And Varun was actually watching my reaction to the film, <laughs> which is pretty funny. And I noticed him out of, cor- out of the corner of my eye watching me. And I was like, why isn't he watching the movie? He's watching me like something's going on, like something doesn't feel right. Something's not adding up. And he had already seen it like a ton before. And he watches my jaw drop to the floor when I realized that Malcolm Crow was dead this whole time. And I was like, oh my God. I got the chills and the hairs on my arms stood up. I kid you not, I did not see that coming. I know some people are like, yeah, I saw that coming. We're like, yeah, okay, keep telling yourself that. They did not see that coming. Then I had to go back a few days later and we rewatched it. And that was so fun because you get to see all the little clues leading up to the end of the movie. And you're like, oh my God, like, how did I not realize that? So, but one of the examples is towards the end of the movie, the wake for the little girl who died. Her mom had been poisoning her food. No one acknowledges Malcolm, like, at all. He's just standing in the middle of the wake, and no one's looking at him. He's walking, 
in a path and people are walking in a path and it's just so awkward and like that just wouldn't happen if you knew someone was there and no one acknowledged him so there's a bunch of stuff and Varun and I will discuss more of those clues later it's it was crazy but when I saw everything for the second time I was like holy cow that's crazy like how did I not how did I not see any of that so now I'd like to introduce our guest today, Varun Valuri. He's a junior at Michigan State studying environmental engineering. Thank you for being with us. Great today, to be Varun. here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, tell me a little bit about your personal experience with The Sixth Sense. So I first watched it in Halloween of 2015 uh, because my mom told me I should watch it. It's a good movie. And, uh, you know, for the first hour and 40 minutes, I thought it was a great movie. Kind of scary, like your typical horror movie. Oh, yeah. And then, um, I'm not sure if I can spoil, but the last five minutes happened. Oh, yeah. As, as you can tell, the yeah, last five minutes happened. And, our, uh, our audience knows what's coming. So. <laughs> yeah, that kind of, you know, <laughs> boom, exploded my mind, blew oh, yeah. my mind. I was so surprised when I saw that. Yeah, you were. You were. Yep. I saw you. Did, did your parents, like, watch your your, your reaction to that? Kind of yeah, like they, how you did for me. They warned me a little bit that it was going to be a bit freaky. I, I had no idea. I was... I was kind of on the lookout, but nothing would have prepared me for what actually happened. As oh, yeah. obviously your reaction, obviously when I saw you, when I showed it to you. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It was uh, it was nuts. Yeah, and when you finally found out what happened, did you start thinking in your head, like looking back and like, oh my god, what did I miss? Like, I did. Yeah, I was. I remembered that everything really did add up. The to desk the being in front of the door, and you everything. Like couldn't open yeah, it. He, he, that was that was one of the main things that really stood out. Even you noticed it like five times. Oh yeah. How did how did that one angle? Yeah, because you kept being showing you it over being and over that again. you being your major, seeing that camera shots, mm-hmm. and then you realize at the end. Yeah, fiddling with the doorknob, just not opening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So how do you view this movie when you first saw it? And how do you think audiences felt when they first saw this movie, like looking back on the past? I feel that most people who watched this when it came out in 99 had probably the same reaction as you and I. I mean, I'm sure most of them were not aware of what would possibly happen. Mm-hmm. A few people like on YouTube, you'll say that they saw the twist coming, but I don't buy it. It was, it was so in- incredibly shocking. So even now... I feel, feel like there's always going to be people yeah, like right, that. Yeah, right, right. I agree. <laughs> like, oh, I saw that coming. But. Yeah, no, but they didn't. They're <laughs> lying. So even now, like, I feel like it has staying power because it's still relevant. A lot of people still watch it. And uh, I will say, though, the movie kind of gave the director, uh, M. Night Shyamalan, a bit of a bad rap because he always... All of his movies had very predictable twist endings after the, after the Sixth Sense. So even though Sixth Sense is obviously on its own is an amazing movie, it kind of set up this like cliche of a director mm. and when you say bad rap wouldn't don't you think it should be like a good thing though because like he's just throwing like a curveball at his audience i do think with this movie yes it was a complete curveball but then in future movies that this guy made a lot of people tried predicting and i guess they were they predicted correctly but i won't say that this movie gave him that i'd say it's some movies after this that kind of built that for him mm-hmm. but as for the movie itself i mean come on it speaks for itself right oh yeah during its time, do you think it was one of the one of the best movies released when it came out in 1999? Pretty sure the uh, stats had it top 10 of all time, or in in the in the year with the during that current yeah, like calendar the, year with the box office, I believe helps. It's a pretty good example, mm-hmm. and a lot of people actually bought tickets twice because, like how you and I did, we saw the movie first. And the ending happens, so then they buy tickets to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, because so, everyone wants to see it. Yeah, and so that watch everything. So again. that pumps up like the uh, 
the amount of money it makes. Right? Wait, that's so. actually a really good point. I never thought about that. There you that. go. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I feel like probably easily. I mean, I'm just throwing a number out there, but I feel like one in every like four or three people probably went back and purchased another ticket to the theater. That's to not watch too that far again. off. That's not too so, far off. I, I'm just randomly guessing. Yeah. During its release, it was one of the most popular movies and. It had, like, its light jump scares and had its horror moments. But at the same time, it appeared to, like, all sorts of viewers. And I think one of the reasons why it was so popular is because of the ending that we just talked about. Mm -hmm. People heard about it, and they wanted to see it for themselves. And they hear, like, their friends talking about it or maybe their siblings or family members. Like, oh, my God, I just went to the theater. I saw this. Like, I'm not going to tell you what happened, but you should definitely go out and see it. And I think that was probably one of the driving reasons that kept people, like, going back to the theater and, like, watching it. Yeah. So now moving on to how the content is viewed now, like currently, if it was released today, um, how do you think it would do? You know, it's a good question. I feel, I mean, I think it would still do well. I mean, yeah, there's no way of knowing, right? You never know how, like, I mean, would the actors have, would, would the actors like have aged now? Like would Haley Joel Osment be like 20 years later or would they be at the same age as they were in 99? Would you say it was the same age? Like, okay. So exactly the so same. So the exact same yeah. movie released now. I mean, I would probably do well. I mean, like that, that movie's like, no matter when it was released, it would have done well. I yeah. Think. And it was a classic and it was the whole storyline itself and the, all the editing and all the detail that went in to yeah. so putting everything together to kind of building up that uh, surprise ending. Like yeah. they did such a good job. I feel like if it were even released now, it would like be a, a success. Mm-hmm. How, do, how, do you, how do you view the, this movie now? So like when you rewatched it with me a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago at this point, yeah. like do you still get the same thrill or how do you view the movie now? I mean, nowadays I always just try like, I am like on the lookout for things I never notice. Like the first two times I watch it to gain the pleasure and that pleasure is like always there. Like that's never mm. gonna go. But now I'm like watching it like actively instead of like watching it for the plot, which you know, I you already we already know what the plot is. I, I look yeah. for the details and trying to see like what I could have missed and like every every viewing there's always like something you didn't notice the previous time. Mm-hmm. Like even today I was wa- re watching the movie and there was actually a scene where Haley has a hat on and he was inside and we know as like the dead people they are right. cold and you could see their breath and everything and I was just kind of thinking to myself I was like oh wait that might be another like kind of foreshadowing wait which clue. scene was this by the way um when it was like earlier in the movie like they were inside like um one of the rooms and he was he was like hiding behind the couch in his house and he had, yeah and he had like his hat on like his little thing looked oh, it was, uh, thing was Bruce Willis there too yeah yeah Bruce oh, yeah, okay. was there I think I yeah, it was just them too I know what you're talking about. Was mm. it the one where, like, where I think Cole said, I don't want to be scared anymore? Was it that one? I, th- I believe so, yeah. Okay, yeah. And now, moving on to the future. So, how do you think people would, in the future, so if this movie was released in 2035 or 2040, right? Like, we're talking about, like, 20 years from now. How do you think people would view it then? Do you think it would still, like, be, I'm, like, a hit, like, during that time? Or do you think people's, like, mindsets are changing? They're maybe not looking for that surprise, or they're not looking for, like, the horror part of it mm-hmm. i do think the latter what you said is probably gonna be true because i don't know if people 20 years from now will have the attention span that even we that we do i mean even we i guess like people in our age probably our attention spans aren't as high as the people who watched back in 99 so i think hopefully this one stays around forever but i don't <laughs> know if the people who watch it next generation will have the ability to watch a movie for as long and keep up as long as we mm-hmm. do, or even the people before us did. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's a hard I, one. I feel like it could still uh, still have the same 
thrill, I guess, because I still watched it yeah, over right. 20 years later. Right. And one of the things that stuck out to me is uh, in one of the first scenes, we see the guy break into Malcolm's house and him and his lady are about to like get it on. And yep, yep. everything gets ruined because the glass yep. is broken. She's all like freaked out. And I still got that suspenseful feeling because you hear the music come in and you see like the shadows uh, walk across the room and you know someone's in the bathroom and you're just kind of like, you're like, oh my God, like what's about to happen? Because like that kind of like hits you. Um, and then you finally see the man like in his underwear and only his underwear in the bathroom. And it turns out that it was like one of Malcolm's patients. Yes. And in fact, he was actually, correct me if I'm wrong, he was the only patient that Malcolm couldn't help, right? I believe so, yeah. Um, he won an award. He was like this amazing psychologist and he clearly failed this one guy. And I think he was the only guy he failed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then as the people that have seen the movie, he ends up shooting Malcolm, which leads to the end. And I, at this point in the movie, we don't know that Malcolm is dead yet. And we just see him and, and it just cuts the... Oh, uh, you just... <laughs> people in 9 now have been so mad at you for just... <laughs> um, but the next scene we see after the scene, after uh, Malcolm gets shot, uh, he's sitting in like a park and we don't know if it's like, what's going on? Um, that's when we see like Cole coming out of the house like, and that's when he meets Cole. And we find out that Cole had a similar background as this man in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And the, I feel like the whole driving point of the movie for Malcolm is because he's trying to help and fix Cole. It's almost like make up for what he wasn't able to do with yeah. the patient, the guy that broke into his house. Yep. So I don't know. That's how like I view it. And I feel like even for the people in the future, like they yeah. can kind of like see that. Yeah. I, when you say I do think yeah, there is like even before it's like the uh, signature line that Cole utters, I feel like it's pretty uneasy that the whole movie, I feel may maybe like I will kind of go back on what I said earlier. Maybe people there will be able to keep up. I don't think. I don't think they'll like dismiss it you know, if there's not much going on. I mm -hmm. think they'll hold on till the end. So I think if that happens, then it'll still stay relevant. Yeah. So, and I don't know, I feel like it's still one of the best movies that like I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And I've never had a movie like surprise me as right. much. Like, I cannot tell you right now, like think off the top of my head, pick another movie that like the ending hit you so hard like that one. Hey, I, you're I, welcome I, for showing you that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, thank you. Thank you very welcome. much. <laughs> I owe you big time. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. And I think there's one scene that keeps this movie being viewed in the future, like, is the uh, I See Dead People scene. And yeah. That, that, for those of you who don't know, that is probably one of the greatest scenes in the history of movies. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you could agree with me I, on I, that. I can, I can. It's yeah. iconic. Everybody, even people who don't watch the movie, they probably have heard that one line before. Yes. Even the people who have no clue what happens in the movie, they probably know that one line. Yeah, because I, I feel like even people, like, 20 years from now, they're going to look back and they're just gonna hear about all these movies and they're mm -hmm. gonna like see that scene mm -hmm. and be like like dang that was yeah right i will cool. say though if like if like netflix exists 20 years i feel like a lot of a lot of the popularity of movies depends on whether it's on like a big streaming service so if like if this movie is on a big streaming service that'll help its popularity right? oh yeah 100 so. i feel like going back to that scene like like everything's like almost perfect the acting's fantastic the shots are fantastic and like i think one of the most powerful techniques a filmmaker could use is actually silence in the right time and they use a lot of silence in that scene um and it's like very powerful and i just think it'll keep the the movie running for a long time so yeah so we're gonna take a quick break but when we come back we got a little question and answer segment so stay right with us and we will be right back My name is Jenny Chow. 
My name is John Hart. My name is Sophie Shirley. When I complete my degree, I want to work in the audio industry. I want to work in the movie industry. I want to work for National Geographic and travel the world. My name is Jenny Chow. My name is John Hart. My name is Sophie Shirley. And, and I am ComArtSci. Start your journey at comartsci.msu.edu. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So I spoke with a few people about this movie. They come up with a few questions, so we're here to tackle them. So, Bruno, I'll tell you one of the questions. Uh, what was your reaction when you first found out that he was dead for pretty much, like, the whole movie? I was blown away, as you probably know. It's uh, me too. Like, like the reaction of literally every other, like, sane person to watch this movie. <laughs> I'm sure it was, like, I, I had no idea. Nobody had an idea. It was just a mind-blowing scene. Mm-hmm. No, I, I totally agree. I When I first saw it, I was like, I was like rubbing my eyes. I was like, wait, what? I have video was, proof of that, by the I way. I know. <laughs> because I was recording. When Varun watched the, the movie, when I watched the movie for my first time, when Varun showed it to me, uh, I noticed in the corner of my eye, I was like, this kid's not looking at the TV. He's looking back at me. I was like, and his was, phone's out. I was, too, I, was right? like, I was like, why are you recording me? You know? And then looking back on it, I was like, dang. I gotta send um, you a video. I think I've, I've not sent it yet. I gotta send it. Send it to you. Yeah, sometime. actually, I didn't. Even, I might need to. <laughs> yeah, I have to see. I have I'll not seen to. the video. I'll need to send it to you um, at some point. But like looking back at it, I was like, oh my god. He was like trying to see like what my reaction was. Yeah. So and I have not shown the movie to anyone else, but. Yeah. The next time I do show it to someone, uh, like in the future, like I'm definitely going to show this movie to my kids, but I'll do the same thing you did. Hold up that camera, there you go. but kind of keep it a little subtle. Okay. <laughs> you, you had it out, like out in the open. I, was, I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I noticed it right away. I, I was like getting distracted from the movie. Uh, anyway, so uh, moving on, what were some of the clues that they put in the movie to signify that he was dead the whole time. I know we talked about the desk being in front of the door. Yeah, that that's definitely one of the biggest ones because you could see he can't open that that stupid door. <laughs> he just can't open it, right? He just fiddles that's, with the like he keeps the trying, can't open it. Like, why can't he open that door? You mentioned you you were asking that. Yeah, when I you even watching. asked it during the movie. Yeah, when why, I was watching why can't it open that? So that that's a big one. Uh, his wife doesn't talk to him at all. Yeah, come on. How, that, how I think that's the biggest giveaway. How's your wife not talk to you for like? And it and you might think like because there's that one restaurant scene where mm -hmm. she says on happy anniversary, anniversary but yeah, like yeah. she she's on her own like, and I know one of the main clues is that they only see what they want to see. So Bruce has no idea any of this is happening. Like mm -hmm. he's seeing it from his perspective, and we're seeing it from his perspective too. Like mm -hmm. like we have his like the way he's like we're seeing it the way he's seeing it. But the thing is like the camera shots, they they don't show everything, but they also don't alter anything. So like we don't we only see what Bruce is seeing, but. But we're not seeing something that's an altar. We're seeing everything through his eyes. Through his eyes, but like nothing actually like changes. Everything's there, but mm -hmm. he just can't see it, so we can't. And then you see the table's only set for one, and not right? Two. Yeah, the so table. So he thinks he's just late, and then he thinks that his wife is just like upset with him for being late. But in reality, like she's there by himself. Yeah, you can't. You can't by herself. You know. You know exactly. I don't. I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, John. You don't really set dinner for somebody who doesn't exist anymore, right? Yeah. You don't do that, but yeah, no. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else the guy starts coming around too remember when he's in the basement the guy keeps like showing up oh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean he's we think he like, gets, he's like, cheating right we think yeah. he's like cheating but no i mean i mean you see other people after your uh your spouse passes mm -hmm. right that's that's normal and then they also never show the back of him and he he's always yeah, has no. his sport or the, oh, yeah, also the ring they don't show like the ring on his finger we never mm -hmm. see they oh, always then, hide the hand wasn't there a scene where they, uh, like, these two people that... They're like, not the really, couple, yeah. yeah. They're, they're not really main characters in the movie, but they're yeah, shopping yeah. for a ring. And isn't it 
the same. It might be the same. I don't know if it's the have. same ring, but I, I do know there's like a heavy like because the wife even mentions something about like when your husband passes away in that scene. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. But like, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was. I don't think it was the same ring, but I think that's very much a foreshadowing of what mm-hmm. of the ending. And she was kind of probably looking back and seeing how happy they were and missing. And the then time she was like thinking, with, yeah, with Bruce Willis. Not not only missing the time, but like I mean that that night is the most traumatic night you can ever have in a life, right? So. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, so when you rewatched the movie, uh, what were your thoughts when seeing like all the clues? Like, were you like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, how did I not see that coming? Partially, but that partially, but I mean, they hit it so well, right? I mean, yeah, they, everything was hidden. Like everything was so obvious, yeah. but everything was so hidden at the same time, which I think was so like perfect. Because when you rewatch it, you like, "Oh my god!" Like he can't go in the basement because like there's something in front of the door. Because she doesn't want to go back down there to remember, like remember. Yes. That was his spot where he's hanging out, so he didn't want to yeah. remember that. But also, they're all there, but you just can't right. see. Right, like, but going yeah. back on that, yeah, yeah. But before we go next one, I want to remember the bottle of drugs. Yeah, the, the bottle of the, the antidepressant, antidepressant drugs. Like yeah. that was like that was also a big giveaway. Like, what what would be enough to make her have antidepressants? And they realize mm-hmm. yes, that's that, when he like sees her in the shower. Yeah, right? yeah, right. She sees her, yeah, and that and he realizes what happened, and then it's like damn, anti. <laughs> oh, sorry by the way, antidepressants yeah. might make sense. Mm-hmm. No, you're good. You're good. Oh yeah, but I totally agree. All right, so who do you think did a better job in terms of acting? If you had to choose between Mr. Bruce Willis or Mr. Haley Joel Osment, who do you think did a a better job? I it's like I feel like it's like splitting hairs. They both did a fantastic job. I do, but I mean, I I mean I'm not gonna. It's it's you can't choose, but I gotta say it, this is really Bruce. Like if you look, I know the movie is technically like about the kid, mm-hmm. about he can see that he can see dead people, but the movie really is about Bruce at the end. So I feel like. He's probably, like, the main... You think the kid is the main star of the movie, but it really is, like, Bruce Willis. It yeah. really is his movie, yeah. if you look at it that way. I agree. How many times have you rewatched it? Lost count. I I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Too many times. Yes. <laughs> um, and do you get the same thrill each time? Or I, not I, really? I enjoy it. I always have an enjoyment, but, I mean, you can't replicate the thrill of watching it for the first time. It's oh, impossible. Exactly. 100%. I agree with you. I mean, I've only rewatched it, I think, two other times. Yeah. I mean, I watched it a third time. Well, it was technically the fourth, but rewatching it the third time, like a little bit here and there. And you like, you already know it's coming, so you don't have that same, like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Yes. All right, so now we're going to switch gears and we're going to discuss if this movie, The Sixth Sense, holds up. And I think it holds up. What do you think? Do you think it holds I, up I, to I this agree. time? I agree. Yeah. I, it's a classic. It's still entertaining. I got the surprise after over 20 years of watching it i can't believe nobody spoiled it to you it's at this i know i know it's like the most spoiled movie of all time (laughs) someone spoiled endgame for me like two weeks after it came out and i got so mad yeah it's a a wonder it's been out for 20 years yeah it's a wonder hopefully it's not a sign that people are forgetting about it i don't think so i don't don't think think about it so but i definitely think it it holds up yeah i'd agree with that yeah for sure i I think, I mean, like the staying power it has and the star power as well. I mean, Bruce Willis is is no slouch, right? So I think the star power, the staying power, and just like the movie itself is just, it really just, it, it's not going to go anytime soon. It's not going to go mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah, I think it's staying around. I mean, between the acting being pretty much like Perfect. above par <laughs> and like everything's so good and the way they have like all the shots lined up and <laughs> the way they have the, the music and yeah. And I, I just get so blown away by, like, when I rewatch it and you just see all the clues because right. they're so obvious. Like, 
but you don't realize it when you're watching it the first time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly. I mean, there's so many things, and you gotta watch it again and again. And that's how I made their money with this movie, right? Because oh, yeah. everybody just buys it, like I said. But yeah, I think it's gonna hopefully be around. I mean, if if Netflix would put it back on that, if if they would put it back on their service, that'd help out a lot. Did they have it up there. At they some did point? at some point, but they took it out, which really made me a bit upset. Hopefully, they put it back. Mm -hmm. I know they do that with a bunch of movies. Like they put the Titanic on there for a little bit. Everyone's going, "Oh my God, the Titanic's they back!" Were. and everyone's going crazy for it. Uh, I didn't watch yeah. that. Like when it was on. I mean, I saw it a while ago, but not yeah. when it was on Netflix. Yeah. But I feel like they do that. Well, I don't. I feel like they should also have a certain amount of. Or a certain list of movies that are just like always there. Yeah, they need and to. if they had to choose, I think this movie is right up there. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah, we have we have to get we have to go like get other people to watch it. Like yeah, we got it. We need to. We need to. So I know we everyone's everyone's talking about how they want to see it. We got to show it. So yeah. I know one of my best buddies back home. He's like a huge movie fan. He hasn't seen it, and he's always asking me like, "Oh, like have you seen this? Oh, have you seen that?" I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. Like and I feel bad like always saying no. And then finally, the one time I was like, "Yo, like I found this movie. Like I think you'd really love it." He's like, "Oh, I haven't seen it." So like I think it would be fun like like yeah. showing it to them. Yeah. So final verdict. I I think it holds up. I, I would I'd agree with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> pretty pretty um it's not really a it's not really a tough decision, right? It's yeah. a pretty easy decision to make. You, you said your mom was the one that showed it to you? Yeah, I'm she like, was, yeah. It was on Halloween. Yeah, Halloween twenty fifteen. So like what six years no, fifteen, so like oh yeah, over six and a half years later, <laughs> yeah. right? It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So and then I, I owe you big time for showing <laughs> me this. <laughs> yep, for sure. For so, sure. Anytime. Yeah. So I would like to thank you for being yeah. here with me today, taking the time. I know you got a very busy schedule yeah. with your engineering degree. Mm -hmm. Um and between rewatching the movie and over and over again. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, thanks for having me. So, yeah. This is great. I enjoy uh it. you got any any other last comments or last thoughts? Uh yeah, like whoever's that? listening to this, you better you better get your butts in front of your TV and watch this movie. And I mean that. <laughs> oh yeah. You shouldn't even think about it. Just watch it right now. Mm -hmm. uh, you got to pay attention the whole time. The movie moves along pretty fast. I mean, it's only, what, an hour and 46 yeah, minutes maybe? Like uh, so it's not a super long movie. It's, I don't know, average, I guess. It's your but you gotta, you're got you engaged from the beginning, and yeah. you're just always in it. So definitely worth it. I would I would definitely watch it. Right, So exactly. And after you watch it, pick someone else to watch it and watch their reaction watching the movie yeah, and, and then, film and then it too. they'll do the same thing. They'll just <laughs> we'll we'll like get a, like a huge server together, like a for, and we'll throw all the videos in. The first video will be of me with the, my reaction. Yeah. And then all you guys out there, you'll take your own videos and we'll like <laughs> upload it. We can all watch it. We'll bring reactions. this back to the mainstream. <laughs> with this right here we'll have like a big compilation of just videos like of all, all these reactions and then you, you know like their mouths will all open at the same time right and they'll all the their, jaws will hit the floor put their hands in their heads oh yeah 100 so well thank you for being here Varun. thanks for having me go green go white all right take care everybody find the classic holdup on spotify apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts follow us at audio video land for updates teasers and behind-the-scenes content of all Audio Video Land productions. The Classic Holdup is an Audio Video Land production by digital storytelling students of Michigan State University in collaboration with Impact 89FM.